Hey everybody, welcome to the Gil Can Run Show, episode 26. We're past the quarter century mark, we're into a new era, but it's going to be just more of the same because somebody, two somebody's had to go and shoot up a, a health clinic, a mental health clinic, uh, where one of them worked in California. And so, while I've been planning all this great stuff, it's once again going to get thrown out the window, particularly since I still have to deal with people, people who claim that they have some sort of extra uh, uh, claim to arguing with me or, you know, whatever, because they're family, who are saying, well, we can't do anything about the guns. Okay. Here's the thing about this. And I need to stop talking about this, so this needs to stop happening. But, there was an assault weapons ban. It was in place throughout the 90s. These things did not happen because nobody owned a fucking assault weapon! And then we let the ban expire because it was a Republican-controlled Congress and a Republican president, and they didn't give a shit about it because they get a lot of money from the NRA. And the NRA at this point is just the manufacturing lobby for firearms. That's all they are. They don't give a shit or a fuck about anything but making money. Okay? And I'm sick and tired of every fucking week one of these things happening. Okay? And we only seem to all get upset when it's a brown person doing it. This time they were Muslims, oh, but they were American citizens! Both of them, American citizens. This isn't some sort of international conspiracy or anything. This is two assholes who were able to perfectly legally buy a bunch of fucking weapons and start shooting up a fucking place again. All weapons are legally manufactured. They are legally distributed. They are legally purchased. Oh, well... Uh, assault weapons, they're banned in California. So they went to fucking Arizona to buy them at a fucking gun show where nobody fucking checks anything. Who fucking knows? Who fucking cares? That's the reason why we need national ban. Well, Chicago has the highest murder rate. Yeah, because people go into Indiana and buy guns, or they get shipped up from Mississippi. Most of the guns in Chicago come from Indiana or Mississippi. You can look that up. It is verifiable fact. The FBI has charts on where they're getting these weapons from. Because every time they capture a weapon, they are tracing it back to the original sale. So, the fuck is wrong with all of you? And yes, I'm talking to my fucking relatives who sat there and tried to... Oh, it's insane to say that. Yes, you are saying it's okay every time this happens and you say nothing has to change, you are no better than the people that are pulling the fucking trigger. No fucking better. Look right into my fucking eyes right now. I don't give a shit. It needs to end. We need to stop this. And the first thing you do to stop this is get the fucking guns out of these fucking people's hands so they can't fucking do this anymore. You want to be pissed at me? You want to fucking take a gun and shoot me? Go the fuck ahead, you stupid assholes. I don't give a shit. 
I'm tired of it. I'm not going to live in fucking fear of what may be and what possibly... If, oh, but if we can't get assault weapons, the government can come. Fuck you! They have fucking tanks, they have fucking rockets, they have fucking missiles. They don't give two shits and a fuck if you have an AR-15 or not. You're fucking stupid. Stop fucking watching Fox News and listening to fucking Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh and all these fucking assholes out there who sit there and feed you a load of bullshit. Meanwhile, they're making money hand over fist from fucking Smith & Wesson and the fucking NRA. Because they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about your kids, your grandkids, or anything. They care about making money. But the sick part is, you do too. That's all you give a shit about. Tired of it. I'm fucking tired of it. I'm not a politician. I can say things the way I want to fucking say it. I am fucking sick and tired of it. Every fucking minute I gotta turn around and I gotta see another fucking place getting shot up. And you know what's sick? The second it happened in an elementary school in Connecticut and all those kids got killed, little tiny babies got killed because of these fucking guns and people's easy access to these fucking guns with no fucking checks, no fucking balances. Yeah, Connecticut has one of the best fucking laws in place as far as banning shit. And shit still happens here because they can go into New York or New Jersey or here or there or anywhere and buy these fucking things and bring them back into fucking Connecticut. It's still reduced crime in Connecticut by 40 fucking percent. It's reduced the gun crime in Connecticut by 40%, but we still have to deal with this shit. Because the rest of the fucking nation won't fucking do it. Because you're all a bunch of fucking assholes. Makes me fucking sick to my stomach to sit there and have to listen to people defend... Oh, wait, you knew. No. There was an assault weapons ban. It fucking worked. It had been challenged through the fucking court system, and it survived all those challenges for the decade plus that it was up, and it worked just fine. Oh, and by the way, it came about after Ronald fucking Reagan got shot. Okay? There was the Brady Bill, then there was the assault weapons ban, and it's all part of the same thing. Because people were starting to realize that there was a problem. And yes, there were people that opposed it, but you know what? It all worked. And after it all worked, these fucking stupid assholes, like that fucking douchebag Paul Ryan who sits there and, you know, and fucking Ted Cruz and all them, and their predecessors, sat there and said, Ooh, what do we need this for? Well, you fucking asshole, you know what we need it for? To stop this shit from happening. And when the assault weapons ban expired, there was an immediate uptick in this sort of shit. And it's continued to grow. And now that we have these fucking asshole, fucking money-grubbing former Entertainment Tonight fucking hosts on the fucking national news all the time, sitting there getting all these old stupid assholes and other stupid assholes to sit there and believe that somehow the man in the White House is coming for your guns next, it's been, it's more than doubled since the current administration took over in 2008 just because of all the fear and bullshit and vitriol that's spewing out of their fucking mouths encouraging these people. That fucker in Colorado Springs 
He was quoting verbatim the shit that comes out of these fucking people's mouths. Did he stop anything that he wanted to stop? No, he didn't. He killed a, a cop who actually is anti-abortion. He killed a military vet, and he killed a mother or two. What a piece of shit. You know, the thing that gets me about all this is that I understand that, as I've said a million times, we're all one, okay? So, I have to take responsibility. You know why I have to take responsibility? Not just because of the, you know, general all one energy thing. I have to take responsibility because I have sat here for years and years and years. And I've made these arguments and I've allowed people to silence me. I've allowed people to make an opposing argument and I've said, okay, whatever. Not going to get into it. But that's not good enough anymore. Okay? That's not good enough. And I think everyone needs to stand up and do whatever it's going to take to get this done. To get an assault weapons ban on the books permanently. To get an assault weapons ban that's going to stay, that's going to work, that's going to be nationwide. And that's the first step. Because there's one thing that almost all these incidents have in common. It's an assault weapon gets used. Once that's tackled, once we all say, okay, maybe handing them an assault weapon is not the best way to tackle this situation. Once we agree to that, then we can start looking at other things. Then we can start looking at mental health screening. Then we can start looking at, you know, whatever the fuck else people, all the bullshit that people spew out on what they want to look at. The fact is, for 20 fucking years, we haven't been able to do any research on any of this because a fucking Congress banned it. They banned that per permanently. It's going to take another act of Congress to get it done so that we can study these things again. The National Institute of Health and the Centers for Disease Control are not allowed to spend any of their funding to research gun violence, to research the mental health aspects of gun violence. They are not allowed to touch anything that has to do with gun violence. And yet these fucking douchebags will sit there at their campaign events and on their fucking Fox News news, they actually won a lawsuit, I've said this before, they, they won a lawsuit that allowed them to not actually tell the news. Somebody sued them because they were lying about something. The case went to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, oh no, they're allowed to make shit up. They're not news. But that's besides the point. That's absolutely besides the point. They sit there and they say, oh, well, it's just these sick individuals, me, 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 me. Well, asshole, we can't research any of that shit. So how are we supposed to do anything about it? Somebody explain that to me. So you're saying it's mental health, but we're not allowed to 
explore anything that has to do with gun violence anyway, so we can't figure out what the best way to deal with it is. So what you're saying is everything just needs to go on the way that it's going on. Because freedom and whatever. And if you're saying that everything just needs to keep going on the way it's going on, then you're saying you're okay. That it's okay that these things are happening. Because if you don't actually want to change anything, if the only things that you are suggesting get changed are things that we cannot change because we have no avenue to do it, because the government itself has stopped itself from doing it, because of the assholes that you elected, who take their money from the gun manufacturers, if you're telling me that those are the only ways that we can tackle this thing, the ways that we can't go about doing it, because the government can't fund going about things that way, then you are saying that you are okay with this. That this is all right. I'm saying it's not all right. I'm really angry about it. I think you can tell that at this point. I am really angry about it. It is sick. It is sad. It is like the movie Groundhog Day as a horror film. That is what I feel like every time I turn on that TV or I look at the internet and I see there's another mass shooting in the United States. There have been more multiple shooting incidents in the United States this year than there have been days in the year. This is literally a daily occurrence. Luckily, when 14, 20 people get shot, it is not a daily occurrence. But two, three, four people at a time? Daily. That is happening every single day plus in this country. We need to do something about it. You can't do anything about it that's going to require research at this point because Congress does not allow that. They wrote a law that we are not allowed to research these things. So when you want to say things like mental health and things like that, keep in mind you are saying you don't want to do anything. If you want to quote the Second Amendment, quote the Second Amendment all you want. The fact is it was written at a time when if you were shooting three bullets per minute, you were pretty damn good. Also, those were all smooth bore, so aiming was kind of an issue. Um, I would like to imagine that if you put all the Founding Fathers into a time machine, put them in here now, let them watch the news for a couple weeks and took them back, you know what they would do? I would guarantee you they would at least change the Second Amendment, if not completely eliminate it. Because this is not what they intended. This is not freedom. Freedom is not parents sending their kids off to school wondering if they're going to see them in the afternoon because some sicko is going to come in and start shooting. Freedom is not going to the mall and getting shot at because, you know, there's a Planned Parenthood clinic. And we've discussed Planned Parenthood. They don't do anything wrong. Those videos were heavily edited. Even the people who, wrote, who made the videos said, no, we made it all up. We made it look like this is what happens, but this isn't what happens.
because we were trying to prove a point. We were trying to vilify them. But the thing is, they know that once it's out there, no matter what they say, there's a bunch of fucking people who are going to sit there and fucking parrot it anyway. Why? Because people are stupid. And I'm saying that to everybody that I argued with today about this. Alright? I know that, generally speaking, most of the people that I know are pretty smart. I know this. And I don't mean to be mean. But when you sit there and you honestly believe this stuff that you are told and you don't look into it and you don't read the source material yourself just because it's what you want to hear, then you're stupid. The fact of the matter is, is that there is a serious problem in this country. We are barred from doing most anything we can possibly do about it simply because we can't research it. We're not allowed to do the research. So, what do we need to do? Well, first things first, let's get as much of this shit off the streets as we can. And they're all legally produced, legally distributed, legally purchased at some point. There's no black market out there that's conjuring weapons out of thin air. It doesn't happen that way. I don't know why people present it that way. I can't imagine that in their heads that's what they actually think. Like, oh, some evil guy is, 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 is smuggling in all these weapons from some poor country where, you know, slave labor is building these things. That's not how it works. Most of the weapons are produced right here in America. Most weapons that are used throughout the world are made right here in America. Now, the Soviet Union and China had a glut of AK-47s. I'm sure they are still out there. Plenty of people have them. Um, but the fact is that most of the time these things are not being done with AK-47s. If they are being done with AK-47s, they're knockoff AK-47s that were built here in America. Because that's what we do. Because one thing we definitely do still manufacture, it is weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. We do have a larger military budget than any other country in the world. By leaps and bounds. So, we're going to be producing a lot of weapons. And then those weapons manufacturers have too many weapons and they need to market them somewhere. So who do they market them to? Well, they're going to market them to civilians. So, nobody needs an assault rifle for anything. You're not going to hunt with it. You can hunt with it, but you're not going to. Most people aren't going to. You shouldn't hunt anyway, but we won't get into that. What are you going to protect? government wants to come get something, guess what? They have tanks and shit. They're coming to get it. So, really the only thing an assault weapon is used to hunt is the only thing it was ever created to hunt, which is human beings. And that's what they keep getting used for. Shocking. I'm fucking shocked. I'm so tired of it. I just, I really am. Every fucking day. I am so tired of it. I've been using the word fuck a lot.
but we need to knock it off. And I, I just, I am. From here on out, I'm standing up, and I don't care what it costs me. You don't want to talk to me anymore? Don't fucking talk to me anymore. Frankly, do I need friendship or family members who are going to sit there and fucking try and tell me that this is somehow okay? That they're going to sit there and try and fucking whitewash this and say, oh, well, it's in the name of freedom. Or, oh, it's, you know, it's just a mental health thing. We need, to, we need to go after mental health. Well, how do you do that? No, what you're saying is you don't want anything to change. This is okay. That's what you're saying. Even if you don't realize that's what you're saying, that's what you're saying. You're saying it's okay. The right to own one of these things is much more important than all these people's right to be alive. It's okay. Every single time this happens and nothing changes, everybody is saying it's okay. That's why I'm going to stand up now and I'm not going to let anyone tell me that it's okay anymore. I'm not going to let anyone try and excuse away. Oh, well, you're just a liberal and you're not going to sway me. Well, then, fuck you. I will do whatever I can to sway whoever I can. Don't minimize me. Don't call me names. It's not going to work. I don't care anymore. Because those people out there that are dying are just as important as anybody else. And the people who otherwise, you know, even if they are mentally ill, well, maybe what they don't need is a gun. Maybe what they need is some help. But they end up getting a gun first before they can get help. Because it's so much easier to get a gun than it is to get help. Maybe if we made it a little harder to get a gun, more of them would get help. And maybe their lives wouldn't be ruined. Because you know what? Nobody's a piece of shit until they pull the trigger. That's a fact. Because right up until the second that you actually start pulling that trigger, you can change what you're going to do. But if we make it so easy to do that, and someone is that disturbed, guess what's going to happen? Guess what keeps happening? You don't turn on the news and find out about all the great success stories of people going into therapy with serious problems and having them fixed. You don't hear about that. What you hear about are people picking up guns and going into places and shooting them up. So obviously there's a fucking problem here. We need real solutions. We need people that are willing to fight for those solutions. So as I've said, you want to not be my friend anymore? You want to not invite me to family functions? You want to unfriend me on 
Facebook or whatever, I don't give a good shit. Your opinion on the matter is no longer allowed. End of. Because the opinion that nothing can change isn't going to work. Because we've already had bans on these weapons. They have already worked in the past. They work elsewhere in the world. There's an entire generation of kids that have grown up now that are going to be 20 years old next year in Australia that have never witnessed one of these events happen in their lifetime. And you know why? Because in 1996, when this happened in Australia, they banned it all. And they said, fuck you. And they're being my freedom. Well, guess what? You all get to be alive now. And the only thing that you can't have are fucking assault weapons. Don't act like an asshole. You're fine. For some reason, that's too much for us. Oh, God. I don't have the freedom to go out and buy a, you know, 30-round clip for my handgun so I can blow 15 people away. I can't go out and buy an AR-15 and modify it to be fully automatic and then lay waste to people with thousands of rounds of ammunition like these assholes in San Bernardino had. Thousands of rounds of ammunition. I mean, seriously, all legally purchased. There was no limit on how much ammunition they could purchase. There were no limits on the, the, the guns they could purchase. Oh, you can't have those in California. Yeah, but you can have them in Arizona, and they have them at gun shows, and you go into a gun show, and you buy whatever the fuck you want, and you walk the fuck out. Seriously. We have some seriously fucked up things going on. And it doesn't matter if one state or one municipality bans something or not, because people just go somewhere else, buy it, and then bring it in. And you get these, they're called straw purchasers, and we don't do anything about them. And they go out and they buy tons of stuff, right? And they're actually the black market source for these things. They buy stuff perfectly legally, it all ends up disappearing, because there's no checks on it. It's not like you got to re-register your weapon every, you know, couple of years, like you do your car. It's not like you need to have insurance on them. There's no traceability. So these people go out, they buy things, they lose them, or they get stolen or whatever, and they make a killing on the black. Black market. The illegal market. Yes. But it all comes from here. And I'm just saying it's not okay anymore. It's not okay. It's not in my name. It's absolutely not in my name. If that's what America is, then I don't want to be part of America anymore. Honestly. I hate to say it. But if we're going to say that this, continually say that this stuff is okay. That it's alright. Because we're free. Who wants that? I don't want any part of that. So not in my name. I don't want any more blood on my hands from this.
I don't want any more blood on my hands. I don't want any more blood on anyone's hands. So I'm going to say no. And I'm going to fight. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. And I'm going to get this done. As long as I'm here, I'm going to be fighting. Even if I'm not physically in this country, I'm still going to be doing everything that I can. Every time I vote, every time I have a chance to volunteer, every time I have a chance to go out and march, whatever it's got to take. This is enough. Way, way past enough. And if you don't think that this is way past enough, if all you're willing to do is send thoughts and prayers, then pray for yourself. Because there's something missing in your soul. I don't think I can say anything more about it tonight. I'm just so upset. I, I, can't, I can't keep going. So, I should probably talk a little bit about running. This is supposed to be about running, and I just spent another 30 minutes talking to you about how fucking stupid it is that people keep getting shot up in this country because we can't do anything about our gun laws. Even though the only thing people are asking is to go back to the way it was 20 fucking years ago. 20 years. You know, it was like, what, 2002, 2003 that the assault weapons ban expired? Something like that. And they didn't do anything. And just yesterday, while things were unfolding in Colorado, and then I'll stop talking about this, Congress actually voted down a bill that would have stopped people on the no-fly list from being able to purchase weapons. So what we're saying is, look, you can't get on a plane. We're afraid you're going to do something to that plane, blow it up, hijack it, whatever. You can't get on that plane. But you can buy all the guns you want. I want to know in what world that makes sense. I really do. I want to know where that makes sense, because that does not make sense to me. We won't let you get on a plane, but go buy a gun. And then people saying, you know, oh, well, an assault weapons ban won't do anything. Well, you know, your seatbelt might not work. When you're driving in a car and you get into an accident, people wearing seatbelts will die every now and then. It happens. Now, we have very good statistics that say wearing a seatbelt definitely improves your chance of surviving a car accident. We also have very good research that says banning assault weapons has a very good effect on reducing the number, significantly reducing the number of assault weapon deaths. Both things bear out in the research. And by research on the assault weapons thing, since research is banned, I know that the assault weapons ban in this country worked until it expired. Assault weapon bans in other countries work. They work. They really do. So we do know that these things work. We can look at numbers. We can see when assault weapon bans get enacted, and we can see a reduction in the problems that are caused by assault weapons. So it's a pretty strong causal relationship. 
We also have a very strong causal relationship that seatbelts in cars reduce traffic accident deaths. So if your argument is that we shouldn't ban assault weapons because it might not work, then we shouldn't wear seatbelts because they might not work. So the next time you get in your car, particularly on an icy day, make sure not to wear your seatbelt. Obviously, I want everyone to wear a seatbelt. Don't be fucking stupid. But if you're going to be that stupid as to try and make that point about assault weapons, then yeah, you probably shouldn't wear your seatbelt because you are that fucking stupid. Okay? Right now, I know I always talk about nonviolence, but I would really like to go around to every single NRA member in the country and punch them in the dick. Even the women. Give them a cooter punch. Because seriously, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> oh, I just... I mean, how much more of this do we need to endure? I just don't know. So anyway, I'm a week and a half out from Roxbury. I'm feeling all right. I finally started to come around. We'll talk about running now. Um, my legs are starting to feel better. My nose is cleared up. I'm a little bit congested, but not nearly what I was. Uh, put in some really good miles today, felt strong, felt good. I'm going to be taking it easy the rest of the week, maybe five miles on Saturday, five miles on Sunday. Nothing major. Okay, maybe I'll do a little bit more, seven and a half, maybe. Uh, just keep it going. Um, you know, and that's all you can really do, you know, sometimes. I got to tell you, all I could think about while running was exactly what I've been yelling about and I was screaming about it in my own head um you know I think in a way as far as running's concerned that's actually a good thing it's a little bit of a distraction uh which helps you overcome some other obstacles that you may be facing like I've been facing fatigue and tiredness and shortness of breath because of the congestion and everything and uh, I, th I think in a way that kind of helped, in a very weird way, being that distracted and really just screaming in my own head about all these things really did kind of help. Um, so we'll see. But uh, uh, they're saying it's going to be warmer than usual December, so maybe next weekend won't be freezing cold like it was last year. I think it was 19 degrees at race start time. So it's pretty brutal. Made for a really tough race. It's a really tough race anyway because it's loops and there's a very big hill. So you're going up a very big hill five times, I believe. Um, the downhill on the other side of it's nice though, uh, even though it's on a dirt road. But uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's a nice race. It's a fun race. I'm looking forward to it. Um, 
And uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm not that excited. I mean, I just came off of some really heavy shit, right? And now I'm trying to talk running and trying to salvage a few minutes of actually talking what I should be talking about, right? <laughs> so, um, this week, uh, actually, it's funny. It is running-related. Brad Takei, George Takei's husband, had posted, I posted about this, um, you know, about body image. Now people shame people that they're too fat or they're too skinny and this, that, the other thing. And it, it got me thinking a lot about that. And, you know, really, we need to stop judging people at all. If you're worried about someone's health because they're, they look too big to you or they look too skinny to you, if you're worried about their health, talk to them about their health. Don't talk to them about their appearance. Don't talk to them about their weight. It's not for you to decide. It's not your choice to make. But if you're concerned about their health, then talk to them about that. How's your blood pressure? Oh, it's up? Have you thought about trying this? How are you feeling? How are you doing? And then you can, if they want help, give them help. But don't help them by saying things like, you're fat. You'd be more attractive if you put on a few pounds. You'd be more attractive if you lost a few pounds. You're not helping anyone by saying that. In fact, you're hurting them. You're hurting them in more ways than you can imagine, even guys. Although we're not supposed to admit it, we're not supposed to talk about it, but it's true. So, if you are concerned about how somebody looks because you are concerned about their health, then find out about their health, talk to them about it, and if they want to make changes, then offer your help to help them make changes. If not, shut up. Pretty simple, right? It's an easy way to live. That's why, like, I never talk about losing weight or anything like that. I say, you know, I did this to get healthy. If you want help getting healthy, you can come talk to me. I am willing to give you suggestions. When people say to me things like, I can't run, I say, I couldn't run, and now I do. Would you like help? I can help you learn how to run. I can help you get to the point where I am. Because I've been there, I've gone down that road, I know what it takes. I don't tell them what they should do. I don't tell them what I think about their situation. I tell them what I've been through and how I know how to get out of it. And that if they want that help, I am there to help them. And if they don't want that help, that's okay too. It's all right. Some people are never going to want to do that. Some people will be fine with it. Some people will live their whole lives perfectly healthy, normal lives 
with their bodies all out of whack. It happens. Some super fit people will die like that. It happens. You never know when your number is going to be up. But you need to be comfortable in your skin and you need to be comfortable with what you're doing. If you're not comfortable and you want to make a change, then it helps to know that there are people that are willing to help you with that. And if you don't want to make a change, then you don't need people sitting there judging you. Now with strangers, acquaintances, things like that, it never really bothered me. But with family members is what really bothered me. So, just so you know, just to reiterate. So, just, if you're concerned about somebody, be concerned for them. Don't judge them based on what you think a healthy body looks like. Okay? Because, honestly, a happy body is a healthy body. And if you're making someone unhappy because of your judgments, you're not doing anyone any good. So, just take it easy. Don't pressure people and, you know, just lay off it. So, as I said, I got there. I'm pretty close to where I want to be. There's still a few things that I want to take care of that I've been reticent to ask my own help for. It's great. I give people advice about asking other people for help. And I don't ask other people for help. <laughs> I am a stubborn asshole sometimes. It is true. Um, it was like that with smoking. It took me three months to finally say to the doctor, Okay, doc, I need your help. I said, no, I want to do it on my own. I kept saying, no, I want to do it on my own. I want to do it on my own. Finally, I said, nope, I need your help. And he helped and he gave me Chantix and it worked. With the weight loss, I didn't need too much help. What I needed was, one, for my family to stop judging me, and two, I needed them to stop giving me humongous portions of food. Um, <laughs> so, that ended up working out, though. Uh, it just took, you know, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of doing. Um, uh, but I think to get the rest of the way of where I want to be, I do actually need some help. And I need to get into a place where I can ask people for help. Right now, I can't really... I'm so packed in with everything because the house still is not 100%. So I don't have all my storage and all that stuff. So I am kind of crammed in and I can't really do anything. And I don't go to gyms. I don't like gyms. I'm very uncomfortable in there. I'm uncomfortable generally in public. A lot of people are shocked to hear that. Um, there are certain times I'm not uncomfortable in public, but for the most part, I am uncomfortable in public. Gyms are a big discomfort zone for me. Uh, so, you know, I kind of try and stay away from them. Um, so I need space for myself. I'm going to have to take care of that. And then once I have space for myself, then I need to ask for help. I know I need to ask for help at this point. So we will see what happens. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be me. Don't be a stubborn idiot. Um, do something about gun violence. Whatever you can think to do, do it. Um, if you don't want to do anything, then 
by all means, feel free to go away. I don't really care. I don't want to argue the point anymore. There's no argument to be made. Uh, if you want to argue about how far we need to go, that's fine. But we need to do something. Anyone that says that we don't need to do anything at this point, I don't want that argument because it's not a valid argument. Uh, that's just saying, oh, it's okay that this is happening. And that's not going to fly with me anymore. I'm not accepting that as an answer anymore. So, um, Sorry for the giant rant at the beginning. I felt that it needed to be said, and clearly I needed to get it out. It was eating me up inside.